it is International Women's Day. So just, you know, appreciate all the ladies in your life. You know, it's nice to be, <laughs> nice to feel appreciated. So um, to start things off, it, as I said, it's International Women's Day. And yesterday I was lucky enough to be invited to attend the International Women's Day celebrations at Doris Bui, just around the corner. They are literally two minutes around the corner from us. An incredible, incredible organisation. Um, and I was lucky enough to meet some of the ladies that go there. And yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible event. Uh, the Deputy Lord Mayor was there. Darcy, she was there. And um, yeah, Darcy Lonergan, Deputy Lord Mayor, she was there yesterday to sort of launch proceedings. And yeah, so I had a chat with her. And so you're going to be hearing, you know, bits and bobs, interviews, chats I had with people. So first of all, we're going to be hearing some of the kids so the kids welcomed there's a little group of about six kids seven kids outside and they were yeah singing singing their little hearts out to welcome the the deputy lord mayor in uh yesterday yesterday lunchtime so let's crack on shall we um and <laughs> this is the, this is the little kids uh round at the uh, doris Bree uh kids pl- kids place <laughs> around the corner uh so yeah this is the kids welcoming the lord mayor uh deputy lord mayor yesterday morning Hello, and I'm the programme coordinator here in Doris Bay. You're all very welcome here today. 
I'll, I'll say good morning, it's the afternoon, so good afternoon. Um, I'd like to thank our esteemed guest, Deputy Lord Mayor Darcy Lonergan, for coming and joining us today. I'd like to thank um, all the participants and members from the Board of Management, local organisations and local councillors. Before we begin, could I ask you all to ensure that your phones are on silent, please? Yep. You can have a minute like that. <laughs> um, and if you hear the fire alarm, there's an exit door through the door you come in, or there's double doors down the back of this room where you can leave, and you can go outside the gate and to the left, that's the, that's where we meet up on the check, everybody in the room in safety. The bathrooms are located across the hall here and are unisex. So tomorrow is the official date for International Women's Day, whoever we're celebrating today. The theme this year is to embrace equity. Equity can sometimes be used interchangeably with the word equality. However, there is a difference. Equality is about providing equal opportunities by giving the same to everybody. For example, giving everyone the same size bike, when one may have a disability or it might be too big for another person. Equity would mean adapting the bike to the person's needs. It's important that people's needs are met, and here in Durrisbury, we work primarily with long-term families. Starting with the early years service, which is open to all, there's adequate and affordable childcare needs are met. Moving on to the families who go through the resource centre, it's all focused on how they, how they are here at Durrisbury and how we can meet their needs and make their lives more equitable. We have several services here, including the early year service. We're starting up a rainbow's uh, peer support group soon, and it's from age seven up to transition year. We have a drop-in service, an information and support service. There's a teen parent support service, and we also provide adult counselling and play therapy. The community workers will meet families and do a one-to-one -one with them, and they listen to them. But most importantly, they will hear what they are saying. The families will be directed or guided towards all other organisations as needed, or we will support them in-house with employment or education. We offer many adult education opportunities here too. The aim is that the families that we work with feel safe when they come to Dorsley. Often they have experienced bad breakups, issues with housing, or just feel isolated. What we hope is that they can find a way to grow in whatever way they choose. We give them the information and support, but we do not give advice. We encourage participants to empower themselves. There are currently a number of research project projects which Dursbury is part of. The National Adult Education and How Women Are Carers Within the Society are two of those research projects. There are a number of reasons why it's important to be part of the nat national research. The women's voices are heard and captured during focus groups and one-to-one -one interviews, and the results will inform policymakers of what are the real issues on the ground. This is so that decisions are informed, for example, the one that was made last night to lift the ban on evictions and the impact that it has on the families that we work with. It only adds further stress to many families who have already reached a breaking point. We know that the national statistics about homelessness, unfortunately, are not true. There are a lot more families undocumented who are living in overcrowded or unsuitable accommodation. A lot are couched often with young babies and children. They do not declare themselves as homeless due to shame, stigma and fear of children being taken away from them. Even though they are doing the best that they can, everyone is entitled to feel safe and have a home, but unfortunately, that's not true in Ireland today. I'd like to ask us to just do a little experiment with me. 
I close your eyes for a minute, or else lower your eyes to the ground. <coughs> I'm going to describe a long parent. Kim fell in love quickly, and her boyfriend adored her. He romanced her, and he brought her gifts. He brought her on trips to Europe, and they had a very happy marriage, and three beautiful children. Kim decided to return to education. Unfortunately, her husband experienced mental health issues, and the marriage broke down, and he lost his job. Access, access visits are often extremely difficult for her, as her ex says things about her that are unpleasant. Does anybody in the room know who this is? Yeah. Who? Kim Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. She's a long parent too. Oh, yeah. So when you hear the word long parent, don't just imagine that, they're what, that, that they are what's described in the media <coughs> and stereotype. They are women. They are mothers. They are sisters and daughters. They are professionals. I'd like to call on the Deputy Lord Mayor Dex to speak now. Thank you. I think that's amazing. Um, 
And being a lone parent isn't always easy, and it's great that you're here to support each other, um, and that the services that they provide here give you the opportunities that you all desire, you know, to upskill, to build it, network, networks, while also being available for your kids. And I know the aim of this organisation is to encourage social and economic independence, and a way of working offers, the way in which you work offers a stepping stone and building blocks for people to take control of their lives. Um, along with this, you provide a wonderful early year service which applies full-time and part-time childcare service for all the parents taking up education, training and deployment opportunities. The staff in the crash are trained to a high level and are constantly upskilling and the early year service caters up to 80 children from 6 months to 5 years of age. The theme of this year is equity and I know you've all, um, to embrace equity, and I know you've all done this by opening up your doors to the new communities in the areas, helping them integrate into the community here. Um, and you should be proud of yourself for the inclusivity and the supportive culture that this organization has. Embracing equity, as Idel has said, is about meeting the needs of people rather than equality, which means giving the same to all. Here in this organization, you seem to meet the individual family needs, and this year's theme is very appropriate um, for this organisation, as those parents, alone parents, who feel isolated and still experience stigma and stereotypes. Sorry, this is the bit you gave me. <laughs> as, noted in this, uh, as noted in the CSO's 2021 Lifetime Home Report, almost one in two, 48% of lone parents respondents who are not in full-time unemployment reported feeling lonely all of, almost all the time, compared to one in three who are in full-time unemployment. They were also more likely to say that they often experience judgmental attitudes and exclusive as lone parents. It's just to say that the, the stereotypes and the stigma is still very present. That report was only done last year. So. No, I noticed myself because my um, best friend had a child at a young age, and I remember we went to an all-year Catholic school, and they did the tick you in the roll call, and they were like, where is so-and-so? And that she's at home, and she's like, why is she not here? I said, well, she just had a baby. And they were like, well, isn't her mother mind doing that? Like, why can't she come back and finish up? It's like, no, she's gonna look after, she's gonna look after her own kid. So I, I kind of, well, I don't know firsthand, but I've seen through it how people are um, treated as a lone parent. But in conclusion, I would like to say that feminism is about making, isn't about making women stronger. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way in which the world perceives strength. And here in this organization, I think you're doing that, and you've shown us all the strength within us and the strength that comes from working together. So thank you very much. Hi everybody. Uh, my name is Lorna and I'm the Programme Administrator here at Doris Bree. So every term we run, we run a programme of group activities which is run on a constant basis to support individuals to learn new skills, make new friends and build supportive relationships. Courses are available on topics such as health, well-being, parenting, self-development and preparation for work. Art activities are an integral part of the work at the centre and over the years have produced some wonderful pieces of artwork including paintings, ceramics, stained glass and pottery. The schedule for courses is in line with the school term to suit the parents' needs. Our courses are sponsored by the wonderful CDETV and once-off events are held throughout the year to showcase and highlight outcomes from activities. We also host summer events so families have the opportunities for fun days out, make friends and most of all enjoy quality time with their children. 
Our next registration day for Term 2 will be held in April, so if anyone has any questions about registration courses or if they'd like to refer a friend, I'll be around after the event. Thank you. Hi, my name is Kirsty Fawlty and I'm one of the Community Development Workers here at Durstwee. The Information and Support Development Service offers accurate information and a helping hand to support people through different statutory systems and services. Information and support is provided on a vast amount of topics through drop-ins, meetings, phone calls, which include mental health supports, housing, legal aid, social welfare payments, parenting and health and wellbeing. While primarily we are a long parent organisation, we will work with any family or person in crisis. Community development is a developmental activity comprised of both task and process. The task is social change to achieve equality, social justice and human rights. And the process is the application of principle of participation, empowerment and collective decision making in a structured and coordinated way. We at Durswee use a wraparound holistic approach while supporting participants. We aim to support, guide and nurture individuals while promoting self-development, confidence, independence and soft skills. This is done through programmes, events and one-to-one meetings. So um, I myself started off as a lone parent and walked through the yellow door uh, 17 years ago. Um, with the help and support from staff at Durskwe, I was given a safe space to navigate my way through difficult circumstances. I managed to go back to college and complete my degree, and all five of my children have been through the early years service. It provided a safe, fun and affordable childcare, which allowed me to finish my education and go to work. I was invited onto the Board of Management years later and eventually became chairperson. This was all before I took up the role as community development worker here at Jersey. after 10 years working as an SNA in a local primary school. As a former teen parent myself and a long parent, I feel that I can relate to the struggles, challenges and worries that young parents are facing and possess the in-depth knowledge, understanding and empathy required for this role. Since starting in this role, I have tried to reach out to many local organisations to promote the services that we offer. For those of you that are not already aware of the service, I'll briefly tell you how it works. Team Parent Support Programme has been in Durskwee since the year 2000. It's a service that supports young parents who are pregnant or parenting up to the age of 22. We work with both young mothers and fathers and grandparents. Our referrals come through many different avenues and I want to thank anyone here today that has referred a young parent onto us. 
Some examples of supports and guidance that the programme can offer are based around pregnancy and becoming <coughs> a man or dad, family and relationship concerns, school, college, employment and training opportunities. We provide financial support to help these young parents to remain in school or college um, and offer them childcare contributions and childcare supports where possible. Um, we offer information on housing applications, social welfare advice, advocating on behalf of the young parent um, and they, all young parents get invited to all programmes, events and trips that we offer throughout the year. Um, including the teen parent specific parent and baby group. When meeting a teen parent for the first time, um, I can meet them at a location of their choice and explain the services that we provide. We then create a personal action plan depending on their needs and currently there are 85 teen parents registered here with the programme. I'm thoroughly enjoying my time here in Doris meeting new people and continuing to build relationships with teen parents, their families and professionals in the local area. If anyone would like to ask any questions about the Team Parent Support Programme afterwards, I'll be around after the event. Uh, I hope you're enjoying our coverage of uh, Doris Bui's amazing event yesterday. Um, I was, it was the first time I'd been lucky enough to, um, to go around there and it's just such an incredible, incredible place. Um, and they're doing such incredible work as well. And the ladies, I think you, well, you heard a few of them there they're just you know they're so passionate about what they do and the ladies that that go in there every week um to do all these different courses and things are you know they're an incredible bunch of women with their own stories everyone has their own story which you're going to hear over the course of the next half hour we're going to be hearing from some of the ladies some of the guys that work in there we're going to be hearing from the deputy lord mayor i have a, I had a quick chat with darcy as well yesterday about her work and what she's uh, what she was up to, you know, and how she felt about the event. But yeah, uh, an absolutely astonishing place. If you're, you know, if you're looking for an, if you're a, you're a woman and you're looking for an outlet, um, you know, you are you're feeling a bit isolated or what have you. These guys are there. They're literally there for you if you need any help or support. So, firstly. We're going to hear from the incredible Adele O'Connor, um, one of the one of the driving forces behind uh, behind Doris Bree. This is my chat with Adele. So I'm here with Adele O'Connor. Yeah. So how are you, Adele? It's an amazing day you've got happening at the moment. Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks very much. We're here celebrating International Women's Day today in Doris Bree in Coolock. And we work with primarily lone parent families, but we're open to all. We have an early years service, an information and support service, an adult counselling, child counselling. We have a teen parent support service, and we provide a lot of different um, community education programmes. So we have skills-based programmes. We do art, we do drama, we do mindfulness, we do personal development, and lots happening in the in the, in the in the resource centre and the ADS service. Yeah, so for anybody that's not heard of Doris Bree, uh, I mean, you're very kind of famous locally. Um, how long have you, as the as Doris Bree, been in existence? So Doris Bree opened in 1986 in one of the Masonettes and it came together, there was a group that came together and seen the need for uh, long parents who needed education. And unfortunately, it's still, it's still at, the, at the moment, it's still a problem where schools will open at nine and jobs will open at nine and there's an issue with childcare and 
trying to get people to help you and upskill. And uh, we, we started off first by providing adult education programmes to low and parent families. And then uh, just over 20 years ago, the community crash was needed, so that they combined. So the community crash was Suga, it was called Suga, which is the Irish word for play. And the resource centre was called Park, which means Parent Alone Resource Centre. And the two of them combined together and they went under the umbrella term of Doris Bui, which, me, which is the Irish word for Doris. For Doris is door and Bui is yellow, which means the door is always open. So we have a drop-in service that anyone can drop in to the organisation Monday to Friday from 9 to 5. The door is always open for you if you need any help or anything at all. Yeah, so, I mean, do your numbers fluctuate? Uh, Do you feel that... Have you found that there's been a lot more women coming to you this past few years, even through lockdown? It it was a struggle for a lot of people. Well, we opened all through lockdown. The building had to be closed by law. The government closed the building, so we opened and we changed the service provision. So the community crash... We feed the children here, so we had funding for the crash, and we provided food hampers for children that were stuck at home, and we were delivering them for people who couldn't, weren't allowed to live outside our 2K. We had permission to do deliveries to people that were stuck, and we also provided storytelling over Zoom for the children. Um, the key workers in the rooms did link in with our key children, and then um, for the older uh, family members, we provided adult counselling over Zoom, and we provided play therapist over Zoom as well. So we we did everything online. We moved everything online. Uh, you're doing an amazing job, Adele. Thanks for talking to me today. You're very welcome. So we're here at Doris Bree, and I'm lucky enough. So I'm joined <laughs> by the deputy Lord Mayor. Um, so how are you today? I mean, it must be great to to see all this going on today I'm absolutely blown away I kind of had an idea of what this was when I came in but just hearing all the stories and the amazing work and these women are so resilient and so strong and so positive I'm I can't even describe it. it's amazing yeah what does a deputy lord mayor do were you you know I'm, I'm always in, uh, curious as to how this how this system works well, I don't do near as much as the women in here do, I can tell you that much. Um, it's a mixture of everything. So the mayor obviously gets invited to so many different things, and when she's unavailable, the deputy mayor does it. So today I'm at this. I think I'm opening O'Connell Street Station um, on Friday. Yeah. You get to, honestly, you just get to meet the most amazing people and see what Dublin has to offer without ever knowing. Like, there's so many things going on that we don't even know as councillors, mm. and it's just it's, it's a great opportunity to get to meet people from all around Dublin. Yeah, so you're, you're basically like a stunt woman. You're a stunt woman for the, for the Lord Mayor. Yeah, just know. don't ask me, do you any stunts? <laughs> I had to run across the airport recently, and I'm not as fit as I thought I was, so, um, yeah. But you're, you're very young to, to be I a deputy look, Lord Mayor. I know. look younger than what I am. <laughs> I will put it that way. I'm 30, my 33 years of age. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that at yeah, all. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. I know. So, I mean, what brought you to uh, into politics, I suppose, in the... In the I'm actually quite some time in politics now. So my story is I studied politics in Maynooth and basically we had to do an internship in Maynooth and a guy named Vincent P. Mountain came knocking at my door and asked me to run a 20. Uh, My mum's American, so she's like, you're doing it. I ran. Um, I didn't get elected, but I got co-opted. So I was on Cat Macross Town Council and then I became Ireland's youngest mayor. Um, and then I left it, and then I moved to Dublin and got co-opted, and I became deputy. It's funny, my two brothers are like, for someone who's never been elected, you're extremely lucky in where you fall between being mayor and then deputy mayor. Yeah. So I'm very, very lucky and very blessed. Yeah, so I mean, what's your what's your family story? Are you from quite a political background, or your your parents are just, you know, ordinary Joes? So there's no 
sort of no political okay. No one's going to believe this, but there is, but I generally did not know this. Oh, okay. So it turns out the reason they came to me originally was because my father, or my grandfather, was Fine, fine Gael. Um, councillor. He also got co-opted. Oh. So the Lonigans get co-opted. But I really didn't know that until I started knocking on doors. No one thought to sit me down and tell me this. It was in the genes, maybe. There I was get, a... well, co-option's definitely in the genes anyway. <laughs> maybe there's an aroma. Yeah. You know, people yeah. are like, oh, this is off in the But thank you so much. No I mean, as I said, this is the, the stories and things that we're hearing today are just oh my God. incredible women. Unbelievable. Amazing. Like, I generally don't know, I don't know where any mother gets a strand for whatsoever, but what these women are doing in yeah. here is just like I'm blown I generally genuinely am blown away um, so yeah I've still got some interviews for you to, ha- to have a listen to these incredible women who I met yesterday at Doris Bree so we're going to start off uh, with Kirsty and Sarah you heard a little bit of Kirsty earlier but she's going to talk a bit more about her story now so yeah here we go this is Kirsty and Sarah so today I am here with Kirsty Fogarty and Sarah McEntee so, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and what, what you're doing here today? Yeah, so I'm one of the community development workers here at Durs So, originally I started off here 17 years ago as a lone parent myself. And basically I was supported to go back to college with um, affordable childcare. Just everything I needed to make it happen through difficult circumstances. So, I finished my degree and then I basically linked back in with Doris Bui throughout the years. All my children then went to the early years service, which was fantastic. And then I was invited onto the board of management. So I took that role up and then I became chairperson. And then I stepped down as chairperson and I went for the role as a community development worker. So I'm now working and I just feel like it's such a fantastic service and I've done full circle. So I can really, I suppose, use that experience to support, guide... Uh, people and yeah. I really can say like I've been there you yeah. know well there's nothing better than your own personal experience is there to yeah. pass on to to other people yeah yeah so it's it's a great service as you can see from today like all the fantastic women that like link in with the service and how much they appreciate the service it's just it's yeah it's fantastic so <laughs> I am Sarah McEntee. I'm the teen parent support worker in Dorisbury. Um, so we support young parents, both mothers and fathers and grandparents um, from any age up to the age of 22 years of age. Um, currently there's 85 teen parents registered with the programme here. Um, my, myself, I was a teen parent back in the day. My daughter's 18 now and I am a single parent as well. So I feel that like... I can. I don't understand every struggle that everyone faces, but I can definitely sympathise and I understand some of the struggles that they're facing. Yeah. Um, and our main supports would be to try and help them to either return to education or to remain in education and to try and just take the obstacles away that they face during their difficult times. Yeah. So sorry, you have an eighteen-year-old daughter. And a fourteen-year-old. This, this, this lady in front of me looks about about twenty-five. Yes, Sarah. she looks about twenty-five. I don't know how she's I doing love it. it. I'm sure she needs I to she needs to pass on some of these tips yeah. to the other ladies. You know, um, so I mean, uh, I mean, how do you feel like that? Doris Bree has 
has helped you in in the long term could you could you have done could you have achieved what you've achieved without these guys not a hope that's why i love listening to everyone's stories here today to listen to how they've you know come in through the doors and how they've transformed and feel supported but then obviously myself i wouldn't have been able to go back and do a degree uh become a social care worker uh have my children in like a safe you know environment and i know that they're in the crash i couldn't have done any of that without this service and there's not very many services where i have to say not to blow our own trumpet but we're quite unique in that sense it's a wraparound it's a holistic service so we kind of we bring people in and they might be coming to look for one thing but it turns out there's a lot of things that Sometimes we can help we don't them. know what they're coming looking yeah. for, do you know. Yeah. Uh, and my son as well was in the early years service. And back in the day, I was training as an SNA um, in a local school, and a job came up. It was saying, "Oh, you need to work these extra hours." I didn't have the extra hours. I was lucky enough to get them here, and then that's how my career then developed through Dursway as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, obviously we're, we're out of lockdown now. Thank, thank God. Wow. <laughs> um, so I mean, how did? Uh, you, uh, I think Adele was saying that the the, the centre was open and uh, providing services. Did they did they help yourselves during lockdown? Yes, a hundred percent. Because while the building was closed, we still were like fully operational in the background. So we just had to really adapt our services for COVID. So we had to come up with ideas of you know how we can still reach out. Because a lot of people that link in with us are so isolated anyway. Uh, even before COVID, so we knew people were going to be struggling with their mental health. So like that, we just came up with different ideas and we put together hampers we were doing a lot of deliveries to a lot of our vulnerable families in the area um, phone calls you know that's we switched to that a lot of our courses we end up doing over zoom which was different and some people couldn't get into it but others did and a lot of people have come back and just said you know what it was like a lifeline because we were already isolated and then that hit so yeah, yeah it was great to be able to still reach out to participants and clients and still be able to support them through the whole thing so yeah yeah well thank you so much for chatting with me today and can i just add one more thing you can indeed because obviously i know primarily we're a lone parent organization i always say this we do that's who we work with but we never turn anyone away who's in a crisis or a family so just put that out there there we go if there's anybody listening today uh, these guys are here waiting with open arms absolutely thank you so I'm here with Tara Bean. Uh, she's one of the, 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 the ladies that are availing the services here at Doris Bui. So, hi Tara, it's lovely to meet hi, you today. How are you? So, do you want to tell us a little bit about your, uh, why, why have you come to Doris Bui? Okay, so kind of all, my story started really back in April 2019, when my world kind of turned upside down. I um, went to the doctor, it was no headaches, no nothing, I had a twitch in my eyebrow, very little. Um, she sent me up to A&E for a brain scan because I had no health insurance at the time so when I went up um, I actually thought the way they were talking that I had taken a stroke but it turned out to be a cancerous brain tumour so they kept me in over the weekend they were saying they were going to operate pretty soon because it was pretty big Um, so that was fine got the operation followed by chemotherapy and radiation and um, this was all in as I say April 19 so then the following January I had finished the chemotherapy and um, 
my son was diagnosed then in March 2020 with autism. He was only three at the time. So it was very difficult then because the whole world went into lockdown in March 2020. So there was very few services available to us. So we didn't know an awful lot about it, only from him. But we could kind of judge off his behaviours. Um, and then in April 2020, I had literally finished all my treatment. And my husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer, which I have to say, you know, to be honest, thankfully it was only an operation. He didn't need treatment. But still, with the whole world shut down, it was just the craziest time. So talk about from one thing into another. I don't think you could write this in a book. Um, but we've all bounced back, thank God. Um, I'm still on treatment because the type of tumour I had was very rare. It was the kind of tumour you'd see in children. So they only had seen six cases in Beaumont in 10 years. So I'm on a Bastion treatment, which is keeping me alive at the moment, which is great. But what had happened was a friend of mine had seen me kind of getting low. And I'm normally a person that would be very active, very out walking you know out doing things encouraging other people to get out and do all these things but she could see I was slipping so she had encouraged me to come over and register with Doris B that did a list of courses now I had worked in the community in a community development setting for 15 years that ran community development courses and it was clear in Kabarak so anyway I came over I registered with Kirsten and she was my lifesaver she registered me that day she held on to me until I didn't walk out the door yeah. she went through all the courses with me and I just let you know I didn't want anything texting because my brain wasn't the same as it had been before after yeah. the operation I had gone through so much trauma um, so the art was absolutely fantastic now as I say I realised I can't paint which doesn't matter doesn't it's matter. all about the headspace and meeting the ladies which were a lot older than I was but that didn't matter um, the giggles we have the laugh we have um, the endless cups of tea the cakes the biscuits the painting I couldn't believe how much painting actually made me relax and I couldn't believe that I actually it was nothing to do that I couldn't paint or I could paint it was just the space and the environment meeting people getting out of the house yeah. because loneliness can be a very very tough thing on people and it can creep in very very quickly Yeah. so yeah I'm so grateful for them I'm so grateful for the day that friend referred me to come over yeah. and register and there's so many different classes available it's not just art the girls just chatting to you even they can fill you in there is a new registration day coming up so we'll probably post it on their website mm -hmm. and um, yeah there's other classes coming about yeah. so we'll be all looking into them yeah no there's definitely a family oh, family feel to now I had I've lost thing. a lot of power on one side of my body on the left side of my body and I came up last week to do some classes and I couldn't paint because I was shaking so much and I went home feeling very deflated but Edel had actually said to me don't make sure you come back Lou don't just go out here and not come back yeah. and I actually said sure what would I be doing only sitting watching the tail I might as well go up and have the laugh with the ladies so I did and I'm delighted I came back no, yeah. no turning back now, No Tom. turning back now, not they, at all. Yeah, I'm here for life. They wouldn't let you go, I don't <laughs> think. But thank you so much no for chatting with me. And good luck to everybody now. Okay, so I'm talking to some of the, the lovely ladies here at the Doris Bree uh, International Women's Day. So uh, can I ask your name? Francis, Francis Delaney. Hi, Francis. So what's brought you to, uh, to Doris Bree? Um, I stepped through the doors about five years ago now and um, I was in a very bad place. I was a carer, full-time carer for my mother and it just seemed to take my whole life away from my real life, who I'm meant to be in life. And when I came into Doris Bree, I was introduced to the art class here. And I found it was just a whole new way of life for me. It was, I was greeted with home from home experiences. It was just an amazing place to be, you know. Um, lovely ladies, 
making new friendships here and I have to say never look back never look back no I mean it definitely seems like it's very much a family atmosphere here in uh, in the building today very much so very much so Um, I have to say it's just it's a place where it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from if you open the door they will just open arms to you you know Um, and for me like I mean I've just made new friendships here I'm on the board of management here now and I just find this place absolutely an amazing place to be I can't I can't praise it enough you know um, and as you can see here today with the International Women's Day um, beautiful ladies here beside me it's Kay it's Adrian and we've all done our beautiful well they've all done their beautiful pictures and gave lovely speeches so yeah. oh no it's like, it's go to you Adrian how are you I'm fine thank you so Adrian what's brought you what brought you to, to Doris Bree um well, to be honest, initially I was asked to come because they needed more people to come, which is true. But I've, I must be here about 15 years now, and I love it. I love the friendship. I love everything about it. They're so good. They have so many classes going, which I thoroughly enjoy. The art, the drama, and the mindfulness. And there's a couple of others occasionally. You know, you get different ones. Now they're doing a walking one on a Tuesday morning, just general 10, about 5K, I think it is around that. Haven't done that yet, but I'll get myself up one of these mornings. <laughs> Yeah, everyone seems to have their own story. And it's, you know, that life experience. We were saying earlier, I talked to the, the Deputy Lord Mayor. Everyone's got their own story. They're bringing their, their own life experiences into this into this group. So, I mean, what about, you, what about yourself? Hey, my name is Kay. I'm okay. And I have come to Doris Way 36 years ago. In the first first, first stages, it was in the lace nets over in on the... Well, they broke there, and I came in, the, a young, uh, divorced woman. I was separated at the time, there's no divorce in the country then. So I've been here, I'm on the board of management over the last number of years now, and I've seen the place grow, uh, as I say, from a masonette to what it is today. So it's absolutely amazing what has transpired here today. No, I have to say, Kay only looks about 25 She's uh, whatever skincare regime she's using. <laughs> I can't believe you're here over 30 years, Kay. 36 years, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I think hard work kept me young. Yes. And that's, what, that's my thing. I think hard work kept me going, running a family, running a home on my own. Yeah. So I'm a grandmother now to a 30 year old grandson. So. I'm doing something right. Indeed. So for anyone that's listening today and thinking, I'd love to find out a bit more about Doris Bree, what, uh, what advice would you give to anybody that's thinking about it but is a bit scared to take that first step? Just come up to the door. There's always a welcome. Just come in the door. Pick up the phone. Text now. You can text on all the mediums now. So just come in. Don't hesitate. Just come along. I'll ask a friend who's coming here to make that first it's very hard to make that first step but if you know anybody that is here if you don't want to come through the door and you don't feel like ringing and making that call a friend of a friend just bring them along and they yeah. will be. I mean that must be the thing if you're coming along on your own it must be quite daunting do you know what I mean coming it's into, really into a new to make the first step but that's Kay said just picking up the phone as I said it doesn't matter what, what like what frame and what walks of life you come from it doesn't matter what your circumstances are just come and just walk through the door we're here to greet you
There you go. You heard it here first. Thank you so much, ladies. I agree with, with Francis there. A friend sometimes, well, there's a friend in my case that suggested I come here. But, I mean, people could just come to the door and they'd be where you are. Come out, which would be yeah. It's a proper sort of family. It's like a nice yeah. a group hug going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Group hug. <laughs> There we go. The incredible ladies at Doris Bree. I mean, you know, uh, it was it was a real eye-opener, I suppose, for me, you know, going in and seeing local org- organisations. We kind of take them for granted. You know, it's not something we necessarily think about unless we unless we really have to, you know, unless we're put in that position. Um, but if, yeah, if you've been listening in for the last uh, last hour and you're kind of like, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to get involved. I would love to. Um, as I said, they're so welcoming. You heard there was, it was a lot of people down there. It was crazy busy. They are so, so welcoming to, to everybody. So if you are interested, you want to get involved, they are on Bunratty Drive. So literally just around the corner from the Civic Centre. You can phone them. Uh, 01848 is their phone number or if you feel like being technical it's dorisbui.ie so d-o-r-a-s-b-u-i dot i-e yeah and I learned something new uh, yellow door yellow door there you go Doris Bui very good very good I'm le- I, I learned something new every single day but yeah, they're just such an incredible, incredible group of ladies, um, you know, from the from the board of management all the way down to the ladies that are attending all these different different courses and things. If you need that network is there. If you are looking for something, if you need just need a helping hand, some advice, they're there. Uh, they, they close at five o'clock, but get yourself down there. Uh, as the lady said, you can literally walk in the door and they will they'll be there to to welcome you give you that phone number again 01848 4811 and that is dorisbui.ie i had an amazing time down there so thanks again to adele for inviting me just such an incredible uh place 